What's up, Rise Tribe? You know, when I look at today's generation, there are so many advancements in technology that I wish I had when I was growing up. So I grew up early 80s, for example, Audible. Now I love to read, but I could have been so much more productive. I could have read so many more books if somebody else was reading it to me. The other thing I was thinking about was the iPhone. Oh my God, that revolutionized, you know, just the way we live. You know, I can listen to my music, check my email, pay bills, run my business right from my phone. I would have really loved that growing up. And Uber and Grubhub, I mean, you know, that's just mind-blowing. Somewhere, someone decided, hey, this item or service doesn't currently exist, and I am going to be the pioneer. I am going to create it. And sometimes what you need has not yet been created. You may have to be the pioneer. You may be the inventor of what you need. You may be the first one in your family to decide, I am going to go to therapy. You might be the first one in your family to decide, I'm going to have a healthy relationship. You may be the first one in your family to decide, I am going to love myself and have a healthy self-esteem. So today's episode, we are talking about doing just that, becoming what you need rather than blaming your parents, past partners for not giving you what you needed, whether it's in the realm of love, attention, inspiration, respect, and more, we are going to get into how you can become what you need. So for those of you listening to my voice for the first time, welcome. I am your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider, bringing you everyday wellness tips and mental health education. I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you can receive alerts every Monday at 7 a.m. when a new episode is uploaded. If you like what you hear, please go ahead and leave me a glowing review and also share this podcast out to families and friends. You know, by doing so, you're getting our message out to as many people as possible while also elevating the quality of life of your friends and family. Before we get into today's episode, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. So like I said earlier in our introduction is, you know, the advancement in technologies are not the only things that we may have wished for or lacked in our childhood, right? Some of us may have lacked emotional safety. Maybe we didn't have caretakers who made us feel safe in expressing our emotions. Some of us 
may have lacked homes free from abuse and neglect. Some of us may have lacked caretakers who could promote a healthy self-esteem, encouraged us to love ourselves. Some of us may lack role models who would teach us how to be successful. Some of us may have lacked people who believed in us and our abilities. Some of us may even lack people who would show us healthy expressions of our emotions, maybe healthy expression of anger, sadness. We may not have gotten all the things that we needed in our childhood, but the best thing about it is that we have survived. The worst is behind us. And on the way, we have picked up some survival skills and coping muscles and resiliency. We get to create the thing that we needed most from our caregivers and important people in our lives. We get to create that within ourselves. Most people really don't understand what therapy is or maybe even afraid of therapy, right? But therapy can be very effective, especially when you're trying to work out a new way of being where you don't have a template and you don't have, you know, someone who is there to teach you coming to therapy to kind of work that out and talk that out with someone who's non-judgmental can help you see where your behavioral patterns are creating some difficulties in your current life and working through that. So listen, I am a therapist and I love therapy. So if you're wanting to be what you need it, therapy is the best way to do that. So link up with a local provider and start that work because it's very impactful. And it's always good to, you know, just get it out and release some of those things that might be jumbled up and confused within your head. It's good to talk it out and get a perspective that is different. All right. Therapy can be a great place to start. So be what you need. This is a way to hold us accountable for changing generational trauma and maladaptive behavioral patterns in our families. We can take control of our own healing by giving to ourselves the things that we lacked or wish we had in childhood, right? So if we grew up in a family where anger was not managed and your family would yell and hit one another, you may have grown up avoiding conflict because you don't want to anger anyone. You know, you don't want to ruffle any feathers. You want to keep the peace, right? Because you don't feel emotional or physically safe when people are in conflict or when there's anger because of the environment that you grew up. See, being what you needed means that you take control over that feeling of anxiety that you get with conflict because we can't avoid conflict. We're going to have conflict in the workplace. We're going to have conflict with friends, conflict with family members, conflict with our children. We're going to have conflict in our marriage, our romantic relationships. And so being able to sit in that conflict and not have so much anxiety, but being able to handle conflict in a healthy way, one where you can speak and be and verbally express your emotions and not result to violence and not result to toxic verbal abuse. All right. So really having to dig in yourself because that wasn't shown to you in childhood. So now you have to be the change that you needed 
back then. You have to be that emotionally safe person who can manage their anger and who can set boundaries with people who cannot manage their anger. You have to be that change you want. Okay. Here's another example. I once worked with a woman who remembers her mother being very critical of her, making her feel ugly, undesirable, unworthy. Her mother would often criticize her about her weight and then call other family members to come in and join in on the humiliation. And as you can imagine, that creates a really immense amount of shame for this woman. You know, my client was not given the framework to love herself. And she often felt like ugly and undesirable. You know, there's a lot of shame and insecurity about her weight. You know, she struggled in relationships because she took that education, that programming from her childhood into all the romantic relationships that she had. And because she was chasing this love, right, that she had never received from her mother in other partners, looking for someone to validate her externally, looking for someone to make her feel how she should feel inside Things just never worked out. She just never seemed to be in a healthy relationship. It was more of a codependent relationship, taking more abuse than needed, accepting things that she should not accept. So when we started working together, we worked on her giving herself what she wanted others to give. So she had to become what she needed. She had to practice self-love before she can expect others to love her. She had to first become balanced with herself. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. Be what you needed. Be what you needed in childhood. Sometimes we don't get what we expect from our parents or our caregivers. And it's not because they're bad people, but because they are not able to give us what we need. Maybe they weren't taught how to do that. Maybe they have their own issues in their own journey. You know, as we age and become adults, we realize that our parents are people. Our parents are people as well. And they fight their own battles and they have their own healing journey that they must go on. And they're just giving us what they have, right? So if they don't have it, they can't give it to us. And so that's why it's important for you, even though you weren't given the things that you needed in childhood to become what you need, right? So I challenge you to become what you needed as a child. If you needed protection, stand up for yourself and others who can't defend themselves. If you needed inspiration, choose to inspire yourself and others. If you needed love, begin to love yourself and empower others. So when we become what we need, we're Walking into our purpose, right? We're starting to turn our problems into power and purpose. So I want to give you a few tips on how you can start the process of being what you need. And this process won't be easy because essentially you are not reestablishing, but you're establishing for the first time new skills, things that you don't have a template for, things that you are going to try and adjust as you're working through, okay? So here are some helpful tips on how you can become what you need. All right, first is usually we identify what we need or what we're lacking or what didn't go well 
through conflict, right? Something happened. We have an emotional reaction to it. And this has happened a couple of times. This probably isn't the first. So there's a pattern of the same type or the same theme of conflict. So we know that there's something that is going on within ourselves or we can understand what the trigger is. So the first step I want you to do is understand the conflict. I want you to sift through the emotions, your emotions. Why do you feel the way you feel about this particular conflict that you're going through? What the emotions are, the values that are, you know, really important to you that are being challenged in this conflict? Or what are the unmet needs that keep arising out of this conflict? So really sitting with yourself and trying to piece apart. Now, you really can't do that if you're highly emotional. So you have to take some time and really spend some solitude time, spend some time alone and do this work, right? You can get a journal, you can start journaling this, write it out, use your voice memo to just talk it out. So really, first step is understand the conflict, right? Second step is be willing to be self-aware and determine what changes need to be made within yourself. So again, your healing journey is all about you. You are the only person you have 100% complete control over. Okay, so you can't be like, well, if so and so would only do what I need them to do, the world would be a better place. Nope. You don't have control over so and so. You only have control over yourself. So blaming isn't going to further your healing journey. So when you want to heal, when you want to be what you need it, you have to put the focus back on you. Okay? Number 3. Because you don't have a template for this, you have to educate yourself. So number three is educate yourself. You're going to have to go outside of your current knowledge because you're looking to stretch and grow. So you wasn't given this information in childhood. So you're going to be the pioneer. You have to do the research. You have to read books on whatever the change you want to make. Maybe there's a podcast that you join. Maybe there is a social media support group. Maybe there's therapy, like I had said before, is a really good place to start. Communication. Sometimes you talking about it with other people or talking about the change that you want to make with other people. They can give you some insight, give you some feedback, and you can start to work out a plan from there. And as you're educating yourself, you're going to keep adjusting, keep, you know, adjusting, getting clearer on the change that you need to make. All right. But knowledge, you know, seek that knowledge. Number four, self-evaluate and assess yourself regularly. So do regular self-evaluations and assessment. So you're going to educate yourself. And as you're educating yourself, when you know better, you do better. So as you're educating yourself, you're going to be trying on these new tasks, trying on these new skills, trying to look at the world in a different place, try to react differently. Then you're going to actually evaluate your thinking, evaluate your behavior, evaluate your emotions, but constantly checking in with yourself. Okay. Because 
change isn't easy. Sometimes we might revert back to our old ways or we might have a slip up where we don't handle a situation the way in our new knowledge. We might just kind of go back to our old default setting. But evaluation, regular evaluation is going to help you figure out where those areas of development need to be. All right. Number five, prioritize your healing. Okay. So be committed to this change. Be committed to the healing process. And you're going to regularly check in with yourself, but you're also going to practice forgiveness and gratitude, constantly making sure that you are operating out of positivity, operating on your highest frequency, not getting resentful, not getting angered or triggered by what you didn't get, but using this as a tool to keep moving forward, to keep elevating, evolving, okay? And to heal the wounds from the past, heal the fact that you did not get what you needed previously, but moving forward, being centered in the moment, staying present with gratitude and forgiveness. Number seven is become the change that you want to see. So this is that action stage. This is that stage where you're actually walking the walk and talking the talk. You're actually implementing and making these lifestyle changes that you want to see being the role model of the change that you want to see. So be that change agent. And number eight, my last tip is now that you've become the change that you needed, share your knowledge and experience with other people. This is where you get to impact the next generation. This is where you get to turn that pain into purpose because now you've been doing the work Now you can share your experience and knowledge with other people. You can teach, impact, influence the next generation. All right. So in conclusion, being what you needed as a child is a way to use your life to influence and impact the next generation. And by doing so, you can create a disruption in generations to come. You can change their whole trajectory and improve that and make it better. You know, we are only in control of ourselves. And so that when we become the very thing that we were missing in our childhood, we can change our lives and the lives of others. This not only heals us, but it also heals our children and our community. So until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience by providing us with a five-star review You help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.